Hello, this is Leon from Believers Fellowship International. Today, once again, I'm going to speak about the communion, the power of the communion. In 1 Corinthians 11, the Apostle Paul addressed a lot of things in the communion. And one of the ones that he mentioned there is not discerning the body. As I am thinking about that, the Holy Spirit is telling me there's a lot that is packed into that scripture and that statement. And one of that is that he was talking to the Corinthian church about not knowing the power of communion because of the way they were receiving communion and not even putting their whole, I, will not, I want to say mind, but they did not, when they were participating in communion, they didn't know the power that is embodied in the communion. So many of them died not knowing that they should they couldn't they shouldn't have died if they knew the power just as jesus said that to that woman at the well if you know who is talking to you and i'm paraphrasing here and asking you to give him water you would have asked him to give you the living water and he ended up giving her the living water that's what the apostle paul was trying to recreate when he was talking to the people who are already living living and say if you know the power of communion a lot of the people that died should never have died if they had known the power of communion that that power had the ability to raise them up to heal them to to make them well so understand what you are eating understand what you are partaking partaking understand the power that is in this thing it wasn't necessarily about the act of what they have to do as much as an understanding of what they are doing that, that that's that's it right there that's it right there it wasn't about the act because jesus has already finished the works is just the receiving part so when i'm taking communion it's not really about the act and what i'm doing or what i'm trying to do or what i'm doing in the natural in the physical but it's the fact that i'm taking in healing i'm taking in prosperity i'm taking in the finished work of christ so the act is important but they focus is not on the act but on receiving what he has already done. Because if I receive what he has done during communion, then I don't have to worry about death. I don't have to die. I don't have to be sick. I don't have to be, I don't have to receive any curse in my life, in my body, in anything. So that's what he's saying. And an illustration of that is, for, for example, when when people preach the word of God during a funeral, for example, the dead body is already gone. But the preaching is now for those who are alive and say, you know what? You don't have to die. You don't have to go to, you know, you, you, you need salvation. So the, the words that are being preached during a funeral or anytime someone is dead or whatever is not for the dead, it's for the living. It's the same way when the Apostle Paul was writing 
that scripture, he was addressing those who are already living and say, understand the power of the communion. Understand the power of what you're doing. Don't debase it. Don't, don't, it's not a time of merriment. It's a time of um, ratifying the new covenant you have with Christ's body and his death and resurrection. Each day you do this, you are ratifying the covenant. You are imbibing inside of you new life. That's what it is. Every time you take it, you are imbibing inside of you a new life. And that's what it means by do this in remembrance of me. Okay, that's what Christ means by do this in remembrance of me. When you do this, you are taking in my life. You are taking in that exchange that I made for you at the cross. That you don't have to suffer. That you don't have to die. That you don't have to be sick. I took all that. So when you take in this, then you are making that exchange. It's a divine exchange, basically, when you take communion. So, I hope this blessed you this morning as much as it blessed me. So as you take your next one, your next communion, think about that. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, this is Leon from Believers Fellowship International. Welcome to my podcast. You know, in this episode, I have found out that there are two ways anyone can say something to someone. There is a way to say something that will lead to that person being condemned or feeling condemnation. And there is also a way to say something that will lead to uplifting someone's spirit. Same thing, same subject. But there is a way that I can frame it when I say it that can build someone up. And there's also a way that I can say it that can tear someone down. So this morning I'm praying and asking the Lord to show me how to say things that will build someone up even with scripture even with teaching the word of God I can teach the word of God or a scripture to someone that will build them up and they will leave the place feeling energized feeling good feeling whole and someone else can use the same scripture and teach someone else and they feel defeated they feel deflected and they have condemnation on their mind so holy spirit teach me how to use the scripture to build someone up use it to build someone up build the body of christ up build the church up and not tear the church down because the thing with the Lord and Christianity and the salvation is a learning process. It is a step-by-step learning process until we go home to be with the Lord or until Jesus comes. 
So we have to be mindful of how we teach because what should be the goal when we teach is something someone can go home with and not something that they will not benefit from. What do I mean by that? I can use a subject, right, and teach the same subject. People that come to listen to me or come to church or whatever are there to build themselves up. They are there to receive and go on with. But sometimes I think we mix it up with condemnation or either what people are doing or what people are not preaching or what other churches are not preaching. And then we feel like we are receiving and are built up. Excuse me, but some people are not receiving and not built up. Or people, some people walk away feeling that they have received the best of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ, but others have not received. So that condemnation mindset comes in and make them feel like their fellow Christians are not quite where they're supposed to be or they're not receiving enough and which can be true i'm not saying it's true but it is not our responsibility to impart that knowledge into others when i come to church i came to hear what will build me up and how i can use that to manifest in myself and in the life of others i didn't necessarily come to hear what other people are not doing or doing so those are incidentals because those can form collateral damage in the people hearing it because now they're feeling like well i'm glad i'm in this church so i'm receiving these benefits and others are not receiving you see there's a creep of condemnation that comes in with that type of teaching so i'm encouraging people who are teaching others and people who are listening to this podcast teach people what will build them up and then let them make a determination in their spirit in their mind what is happening to them versus what's happening in the world what is they will figure it out okay if in, in my life i've been to a lot of churches so i know which one helped me that is helping me so you don't need to convince me that i'm making the right decision or that i'm in the right place because the words that you already spoke to me has done the job so i cringe sometimes when i hear preaching about what the other people in the body of christ are not doing because that is an information that I don't think is going to help me. That's an information I don't think is necessary for me to have. What I came there to get is something that will build me up. And I can now go out there and say, guess what? Like the, the woman at the well, okay? Jesus strictly dealt with that woman and her issues. But guess what happened? She left that environment to go and speak to others who probably have not heard the words and he she said i met this man who changed my life and that man can change your life too that's what we're supposed to be doing it's not for us to interject things that are 
making others feel like they are not there and they may like i'm not saying like they may not be where they are supposed to be that's correct but when you give me the words of life i would now use that words of life to go to people that i already know are not receiving the correct message and say guess what i received this message and it changed my life and it can change your life too so i wanted to put that out there because for, for far too long i feel like a lot of ministers have been sowing good seeds and bad seeds at the same time they've been making a lot of good in people's life by giving them the act the correct word at the same time sowing some seeds that make people go out feeling like i got the best but guess my neighbor who is in that place or my other people that are out there are not receiving anything so I, i think we should be mindful when we preach so that we don't give that impression to people and that's that's what i'm talking about right here so uh, i thank you for listening and uh, send me your comments and i hope this blessed you in jesus name amen This is Leon from Believers Fellowship International. Welcome to my podcast. Today, I have a very short words to re- to release to you. Very very simple and short. If you want to know about Jesus Christ, you want to know about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There is one word you should know, and that's it. One word you should know everything about Christ everything about his life everything about his being everything about what he accomplished on the cross and now seated at the right hand of the father one thing you should know and nothing else is that word receive that's it receive he did all the work it's nothing else receive sometimes i think we spend a lot of time praying we spend a lot of time meditating we spend a lot of time fasting we spend a lot of time praying in tongues and all that stuff and all that is good because what you're doing is you're training yourself you're training your spirit so that when adversity comes you're not going to succumb that when adversity comes you're not going to give up but the key thing about Jesus Christ is receive i can't say it enough Sometimes I think we're trying to make things happen. We're trying to pray our way into things. We're trying to fast our way into things. We're trying to make things happen, but it's already been made. Just sit down and receive. That's it. Nothing else. It's a finished work. God finished the work before the foundation of the earth. He got messed up by Adam. Christ came back, you know, and actually like in football, Christ recovered the fumble. That's all. It's time for us to receive. He's recovered the fumble. It's like the enemy was trying to get to the goal line to score a touchdown, but Christ recovered a fumble for us at the goal line. So all we have to do is celebrate and receive. You know, we need to pray, yes, 
We need to fast, yes, because they have benefits, not for him, but for us. But we are not praying to make him do stuff that he's not already done. We are not fasting to make Christ do things he has never done. We are fasting so that we can stay and receive. We are fasting so that when the enemy try to bluff off, bluff us, we don't succumb, we don't give in. We know that we are the, the job is already done. All I have to do is sit at the table and receive. That's it. Nothing else for Christians to do. Everything else we are doing is for us. It's for us to know. The understanding is for is good. Is for for you when you get into difficult situations or stress or you know environmental issues come in our lives. We know that the battle has already been won. That's why we pray. That's why we fast. That's why we meditate. That's why we read the scripture. But none of that is for us to be able to move anything. We can't move anything. Everything has already been moved. So all we are doing or all we're supposed to be doing is just rest and receive. Hallelujah. Rest and receive. That is today's podcast. And I'll continue to talk about it. We, Our job is to rest and receive. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.